0: Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors LLC, Foundations, an SEC registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicated of future results. Each individual investor's situation is different and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it's properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional.
1: Welcome to Rest Assured Retirement with your host, Jeff Holmes. Jeff is a licensed fiduciary and financial advisor who always places his clients' needs first. Jeff works hard each day to educate Americans like you on how to reach the financial freedom they've worked so hard for, and he can help you too. So now, let's start the show. Here's Jeff Holmes.
2: Happy New Year, everyone. This is Jeff Holmes with the Rest Assured Retirement Show. Uh, We're back in our recording mode here for the new year. And uh, I'm a certified financial fiduciary and certified retirement counselor. And I'm joined here by our producer, Matt McClure. And we're just talking about the holidays. And uh, Matt, you you seem to have a very good time. It sounds like
0: (laughs) I did. I did. You know, I spent a lot of time with family on Christmas, and uh, Christmas Eve is kind of when we do our big thing. And then we went out and ate Chinese food on Christmas Day because you know that's that's what you're supposed to do. That was in you know one of those one of those Christmas movies that they did. Uh, Yes, yes. uh, There was no cutting the head off a duck at our table, though. (laughs) Thankfully. Um, so that was fun. And then, yeah, we actually went to see a movie New Year's Eve and then went out and, uh, had a little adult beverage or two afterwards. So I was, you know, it was fun. It was, it was a fun time.
2: Well, great. And that's, uh, uh we do the same thing. We do the big thing on Christmas Eve and that way I sleep better, you know? So
0: <laughs> yeah, exa- I exactly.
2: I don't have to get up early the next morning, see what I got there. So right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. You already know. Yeah, well, it's kind of like that movie, that same movie you were talking about, where the the kids are up and the parents are kind of going, "Oh my gosh, you know," <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because
0: they've been up all night trying to, yeah. you know, do the thing. <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly. So, well, uh, hopefully, you all had uh, out there in uh, Radio Land had a great uh, time during the holidays, also. And uh, yeah, let, let us know if you went and had Chinese dinner for Christmas Day. <laughs> That'd be great to know. Take a little poll there. So, also, uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit later on, but as you well know, we have complimentary consultations for everyone's listening. If you have questions about something you hear, or maybe you just want to uh, do a quick phone call, you can uh, go to, first off, you can go to restassuredretirement.com to book that consultation, or just call in at 480 454 9191. Obviously, on the website, we'll have past episodes, or if you miss part of this because you're out, um, taking things back from christmas that uh, maybe didn't fit or whatever the case may be uh, on a sunday afternoon you can uh, go back and listen to the part of this uh, show that you might have missed so uh, the name of this uh, show is how to start 2023 on the right foot uh, so uh, first off we start off with the all famous quotes of the week uh, we have big takeaways from 2022 which um, Uh, include down markets, inflation, energy, food costs, interest rates, and all those wonderful things. And then uh, we'll talk about the good news and the bad news from 2022, Uh, beating the bank CDs. Uh, How do you do that? Uh, The most important change to make uh, to your plan in 2023 will be next, and then we'll do a little inflation demonstration. And then we've got a very special This Week in History. Uh, We're going to expand on that and have a little bit of a teaching moment uh, from a story that's there. So really looking forward to that.
1: And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week.
2: Matt, will you be so kind to go through our very famous quote of the (laughs) week, quotes of the week this week? I noticed there's two there. (laughs) So.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We, You know, uh, as I uh, say sometimes when we have this, uh, where we have more than one quarter of the week. We're running a two-for-one special this time around, and um, <laughs> I will absolutely do that. couple of quotes of the week here, and I, I actually um, am a little bit partial to this first one um, because, especially based on some of the discussion we're going to have a little bit later on in the show, uh, yeah. this is from Robert G. Allen, um, an influential investment advisor. He's authored several best-selling personal finance books. And he said, quote, how many millionaires do you know who've become wealthy by investing in savings accounts? I rest my case. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, not too many, especially in the last
0: 10 years before inflation hit. <laughs> if, seriously, that is very, very true. Um, and then, you know, I, obviously this this one kind of, I guess, goes hand in hand with that one, because, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, if you earning uh, money for your future is your goal, right? So we're talking about goal setting there. Um, That's one of the ways to kind of maybe not do it is just put your money away in a savings account or under the mattress or something. But uh, this next quote comes from Venus Williams, uh, the famous tennis player. And, you know, of course, it's all about goal setting here. She said, quote, I don't focus on what I'm up against. I focus on my goals and try to ignore the rest.
2: Very wise. Very Very wise. And, uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, she uh, basically um, started that very young, too. You know, oh, yeah. And, uh,
0: yeah, that's a good teaching there. So I think everyone knows who Venus is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. You know, Venus Venus and Serena, you know, the tennis-playing sisters. Yeah. Venus, of course, was uh, number one in both singles and the doubles. Um, she's won seven Grand Slam singles titles. I think if you if you've ever turned on the TV and anything tennis has been on, you've probably seen Venus Williams at some point. (laughs) Uh, Yes,
2: Uh, you definitely have. So, uh, so very good advice from uh, two folks there that uh, had some really good stuff to say there. So now first uh, topic of the day is big takeaways from 2022. And I wish this was gonna sound better. Uh, 2022 is gonna be uh, remind us uh, that down years do happen. Uh, How many years did we go with no real down years? Uh, There were some that were close or very low, but uh, we were in what they call a bull market for a very long time. Uh, So what should you learn from this year? Well, basically, you need to be managing your risk in an effective way that protects your principal and gains the best you can. And knowing that the S&P 500 lost about 20% last year and the NASDAQ lost about 35%, should be a very good reminder that that will happen in the future. Uh, And inflation also continued to soar in 2022, although it has been slowing since it peaked in July of this year. So that is a a graph that we also have. Now, if you are uh, listening on the radio, you can obviously go to our website, restassuredretirement.com, and uh, see some of these graphs I'm looking at. And uh, we're going to get into how... Inflation has been slowing. Uh, The source is the Consumer Price Index and the U.S. Bureau of Labor Stats. And uh, what they show here is how it has started to decrease as far as later in the year. Uh, There's uh, Americans are finally beginning to feel relief after months of rapidly rising rates on basics such as food, fuel, and rent. Overall, inflation has fallen for the five straight months and is expected to continue its descent in 2023, or at least we hope that it doesn't go back up. Now, rising energy costs has also been including the higher price of fuel, and that has a, a global effect. And uh, gasoline, electric, electricity, and natural gas prices skyrocketed as Russia invasion of the Ukraine ruptured global energy supplying chains. Households and businesses are facing higher energy bills and extreme price volatility. Uncertainty surrounding the war looms large still, while the winter storm across the United States has further added energy demand. Now, all this being said about uh, the gas prices going up, if you really look at the graph that's coming up, it came from the U.S. Energy Information Administration. Now, I didn't know they had a U.S. Energy Information Administration, I noticed earlier (laughs) on. So You learn something every day. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't make you feel real good when you find out there's another, another. okay, the government's not getting bigger at all, is it? So so you'll notice that a lot of that increase also happened uh, when they were, as far as gas prices go, it's amazing if you cut back the supply of oil, what happens to the demand and the price of oil prices. It does go up. And then you increase spending, uh, which is what the government did. You have these effects that start going on, which is meaning that your average uh, price peaked at $5 $5 a gallon during the summer. It has gone down and retreated thanks to part of a decline in global demand. Well, you have $5 plus gallon of gas, I guess it is going to uh, decline the global demand. <laughs> Pretty quickly. Uh, that's uh, you know I I've noticed there's ads on paper. Uh, I'm,
0: did you watch any of the bowl games at all? I did watch some. I wa- I watched the Peach Bowl uh, almost almost begrudgingly because I was kind of on the edge of my seat there, especially toward sure. midnight um, on the uh, here out on the East Coast. But I I did watch that and I had caught a few minutes of some others. Yeah, well,
2: good. Yes, and uh, that we did watch that. Uh, son-in-law is an Ohio State fan. There you are. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I and I I grew up about forty-five minutes from Athens, Georgia, so you can imagine who I was rooting for in that oh, particular yeah, situation.
2: Small, (laughs) small thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, also, there's an increase of uh, food costs, is what they're saying, is uh, it continues to rise, I should say, at both supermarkets and restaurants. The food at home, which means grocery store and supermarket food purchases, and that's good to know. I never knew that before, food at home. Uh, And it has increased 12% since November of 2021. Now, the food away from home, which is restaurant purchases, has increased 8.5% percent since November 2021. Now, now I'm, I'm sure there's going to be people say, well, I should go back out and eat at restaurants. But uh, you have to remember, it's still an inflated price going there. So, yeah, I know uh, that may not be the thing to do, even though I know you're thinking about it. <laughs> so interest rates are on the rise also, uh, thanks to the Fed. So we're going to talk about that here in just a second. So how can you use these to your advantage what do you need to adjust given the big change in these interest rates and the next chart's going to be coming from the from the federal reserve board of governors freddie mac and bank rate we'll see if we get through this before the next break and there's uh basically four uh things that are shown on this uh the federal funds rate the average rate of a 30-year fixed mortgage uh the average rate for a 60-month new car loan and average credit card interest rates i always like to start off at the top of the graph there it shows the average credit card interest rates are 19.1 which means please do not carry balances on your credit cards uh, that's a no-win situation uh get rid of that Uh, And I know you won't get rich rich on uh, getting points, but if you pay it off every month, you do get a few dollars back versus a lot of dollars going out the door. And I see Matt's uh, laughing there a little bit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know nothing about anything of what you're talking about right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. So, hey,
2: it looks like we're coming up on a break here that I'm going to need to stop for now. Come back to this uh, graph when we get back and go through the rest of that and uh, see you in a few.
1: You're listening to Rest Assured Retirement. To schedule your free, no obligation consultation with Jeff, visit RestAssuredRetirement.com. Helping bring you one step closer to financial freedom. You're listening to Rest Assured Retirement.
2: Welcome back to the Rest Assured Retirement Show. This is Jeff Holmes, your Certified Financial Fiduciary and Certified Retirement Counselor. Uh, We were just going through uh, the high borrowing costs for homes, cars, and credit cards. We were finishing up on credit cards there. And uh, what has happened uh, in an effort to combat skyrocketing prices, the Fed has raised interest rates seven times in the past year. Although the central bank controls just one interest rate, the federal funds rate, and most people don't know this, but that's the rate that banks use to lend money to each other overnight. Interesting. Uh, there's more uh, to that. Uh, obviously, we could talk for that about for about an hour, I do believe. Uh, its actions have almost immediate impact on all types of lending, including mortgages, car loans, and credit card rates, all of which are getting costlier. And we just finished up with credit card rates uh, that showed uh, the average credit card Interest is at 19.1%. Yes, I did say 19.1%. Very high. Uh, The federal fund rate, which is uh, federal funds rate, is actually at 3.8%. And if you look at the average uh, rate for a 60-month new car loan, that's at 6.1%, which is just below the average 30-year fixed mortgage rate of 6.8%. So I would have thought those two would have been the other way around. Uh, That's very interesting on that, on how much uh, the mortgage rates have gone up. So what is the bottom line here, folks? Uh, We have found that too many pre-retirees and retirees are afraid to spend their money because of the down markets and the rising inflation. Now, that's exactly one of the main reasons I started doing this type of retirement planning years ago. And that I found that that was going on quite often and still is. Uh, I've had a call in uh, during the break last week where someone was just feeling that e- exact same way. So what we do is we want to help you solidify a plan that will empower you to live the retirement lifestyle you have worked so far hard for. So so how do, can you get started? Well, First off is simply contact us and we would be glad to go through and do that free consultation that we talked about. And if you haven't had anyone help you out in this area of how you can set something up to where we, you know, we have to think about this, uh, I want to back off this a little bit and just ask the question, do you ever think that this is going to happen again during your retirement? Yes or no. <laughs> and uh, most people I think are saying yes. now. If you haven't done any planning for this, don't you think it might be wise to do it now versus later? And that's what we do with our comprehensive consultation with our listeners. It's no cost, uh, absolutely no obligation. Uh, You never do anything unless it's best for you. Uh, We help you cut unnecessary costs in your IRAs or 401Ks or other retirement savings accounts. We can also help you with your Medicare. uh, Justin's here in our office and she does a great job doing that. And then also maximizing your Social Security. Now, there are um, break-even analysis you can do and reports you can do with Social Security, but you also have to remember you shouldn't just do that in in what we call a vacuum. You need to incorporate that into your total retirement plan that includes your retirement accounts also to see when's the best time, when's not the best time to start your Social Security and uh, take a good hard look at your individual situation, seeing what's best for you in that situation. Of course, if you want to set up these consultations uh, that we do with everyone, uh, you can go to restassuredretirement.com or call in at 480-454-9191. Okay, so now we're gonna get into the good news and bad news uh, of what happened. Well, obviously we just went through some of the bad news. The market dropped throughout 2022. Uh, And what dropped? Pretty much everything. (laughs) Everything dropped. Not such a good year. The good news is that the market represents buying opportunities, especially in certain sectors. And you're wondering what certain sectors. What's a sector? Well, a sector could be utilities, could be financials, Things like that. Uh, Energy, for instance. And any of those sectors in the market that you think may be on the rise may be a good time to buy those at this time. Of course, it may not be because uh, you you never know what's going to happen in the future. So you have to do some planning around that. And it's also a good time to get more fee efficient with your assets. You're currently Holding or start, you know, are doing something uh, on the new assets that you decide to add to your portfolio.
1: Need a higher rate of return from your safe money? Listen up! It's time to beat the bank CD rates.
2: Beyond a reasonable emergency fund, which uh, yeah, do you have an emergency fund? You have to ask yourself that question, and how much money do you have in that emergency fund? Most people will do. Typically, three to six months, some will be doing is uh, 12 months. It's whatever you feel most comfortable doing. But the key here is to have an emergency fund that you can get your money on very quickly. Now, in the Phoenix area, it's been very cool here lately. Uh, so much people are wearing big jackets, except for the people that are from Minnesota, which are walking around in shorts and T-shirts because it's like summer to them. Uh, But when it gets down the highs, like in the 50s or low 60s, it's cold to most of us uh, that have lived here for a while. That's for sure. So that is the thing that you need to have, because when it gets to be summertime and the air conditioner decides to quit, wouldn't it be more wise to have an emergency fund available to pay for that instead of using your credit card, which we just went through that, the average... Right on that's 19.1%. Now, I'm not saying don't use the credit card because you can get some points, those all famous points that you can get there. But then you can use the money from the emergency fund to pay off the card. Uh, so that's a good strategy to start getting more disciplined in that area if you haven't been. So also, uh, you know, one of the things that you're going to want to do with some of that money is put that extra money to work at the rates that make a difference. Uh, C, uh bank CD rates have risen some, and you go to bankrate.com and look at that. Some of those are getting close to 4%, but you have to remember, uh, you want to go with a bank that's uh, probably going to be around through all of this. And some of those banks, if you don't recognize the name, that might be an indication. And uh, you go back to 2008, there was a bank, uh, IndyMac, I think it was back then. A lot of people had their money tied up for a while because that bank went bankrupt. So be careful on doing that. Now there's also possible uh, solutions to consider also. Uh, Those are uh, the multiple year guaranteed annuities uh, to better protect your growth of your wealth. Uh, Some of those go from two to five years and they work very similar to a CD. uh, And they are a good way to save money for the short term, but they they do have their differences. You need to understand those differences for sure on those. Uh, but those are typically in the 4% range now, also. If you don't haven't looked at those and need some help, please call in at 480-454-9191 and you will give you some more information on how those work. Uh, they also you have to ask yourself a question, but I'm just looking here. We're about we're up against a break. I'll I'll get back into that uh, subject on the uh, multi-year guaranteed annuities here in just a a few minutes uh, as we take our break.
1: You're listening to Rest Assured Retirement with Jeff Holmes. Visit Rest dot You're listening to Rest Assured Retirement.
2: Welcome back to the Rest Assured Retirement Show. This is Jeff Holmes, your Certified Retirement Counselor and Certified Financial Fiduciary. Uh, we were just going through our different topics and uh, we have, we're have we now on the topic of beating the bank uh, CDs. And uh, that uh, goes back to our quote of the week that we had earlier. Uh, and uh, if you weren't here, you may want to go to the beginning of the show to hear what uh, was said about putting all of your money in bank savings and how people do you, well, you have to ask yourself, how many people have gotten rich off of putting all their money in the bank?
0: All I hear are crickets, Jeff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, on this topic, we were uh, also, uh, and by the way, that quote of the week came from Robert G. Allen, just wanted to make sure uh, you knew where we got that. But uh, also we we were talking about the option. There's another option out there that may work for you, which is multi-year guaranteed annuities. They call them MIGAs for short. And those uh, do work a little bit differently in CDs where, uh, you know, if you have a CD, uh, what what comes from the bank every year on the interest? You receive a 1099 because you have to pay taxes on the interest on that CD on an annual basis. On the MYGAs, annuities grow tax deferred, so you would not have any 1099 showing up on that account until you'd actually take the money out of it. So it is a good way to save a little bit on uh, the annual taxes that you do with bank CDs. So that's the main difference on that. So as we continue on here, One of the things, uh, and we are going on to our next topic here, is if you could make one change to your retirement plan in 2023, you may want to do this because one of the most popular uh, ways of setting a portfolio nowadays is a 60-40 portfolio, 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds. A lot of people have those type of accounts set up. They tend to be very popular for people getting close to their retirement. And the reason why is they follow something called the uh, rule of 100 where you take your age and subtract it from 100 and you end up with how much you should have at risk. Well, if you're 60 years old, that means that you should only have Uh, forty percent at risk, but for some reason, they flip that, and they keep sixty percent at risk, and then forty percent in bonds, which are supposed to be less risky. Now you have to ask yourself if you have that type of account, a lot do. How did it react in two (laughs) thousand twenty-two?
0: Not very well. (laughs) No, and
2: (laughs) because bonds went down along with stocks. And uh, that is not something you like to happen, but it's funny that that is, well, not funny, but it has happened in 2008 and in 2022, the last two bear markets that we've had. So never forget that. And if you want to avoid that in the future, you may want to look at something called a fixed index annuity. Now I've mentioned this to people in appointments and I have a lot of people say, well, ooh, I don't wanna do anything to do with an annuity. And the reason why is they've uh, read negative things. Well, uh, you have to remember uh, any financial product is going to have negatives and it's going to have positives. So if it's anything like uh, one of these um, online retailers where you go and they have all these ratings and you start noticing that everything is super, super, super positive and there are no negatives, that may be something you want to look into. Also, on a financial product, if they're obviously they've been around for quite some time now, but if you're hearing nothing but negative, you may want to recheck and see about looking for the positives. Because if you're getting information from a biased source, it may not be the best place to get your information. You may want to look for a very balanced way of knowing both the positives and and negatives and then finding out if it's something that really will work for you Uh, because it's got to be in your own best interest and best for you or you shouldn't do it. And how do you find that out is making sure that you, one, have a balanced look at that financial product because you don't want to miss anything that might have been very helpful in the future. And, uh, like my wife always says, you don't know what you don't know, and you need to approach those financial products that way. Uh, these have been used for quite some time now, and they are safe and fee efficient, and they are a great way to generate an income for life, believe it or not, and work quite well. Uh, make uh, that reliability of income in retirement, uh, make, uh, make that happen uh, for a very happy retirement. So we will be back with the inflation demonstration here in
1: a few minutes after our break. Miss part of today's show, Rest Assured Retirement is available wherever you listen to podcasts and online at restassuredretirement.com. You're listening to Rest Assured Retirement with Jeff Holmes. Welcome back
2: to the Rest Assured Retirement Show. This is Jeff Holmes, your certified financial fiduciary and certified retirement counselor. Uh, We were just finishing up with, if you make one change to your retirement plan in 2023, is do this and just finished up on that. So if you missed that, be sure to go to our website or wherever you listen to podcasts because we do have our shows recorded there.
1: Want to know where your hard-earned money is going? It's time for an inflation demonstration. Yeah,
2: this is an article in Fox Business published in December 20th, which is fairly recent. Uh, it was last year, but uh, not uh, about less about two weeks ago. <laughs> and uh, the title of that is Adults A Worry Inflation is Creating Retirement Shortfall for Parents. See, home equity as a solution. And it's from a survey. Don't we love those surveys? Uh, that's another one. Uh, Matt, it's when the last time you did one of the surveys you always tend to get a, an email from <laughs> whoever.
0: Yeah, I've I have only ever actually been I think from like a real survey of any sort. I've only ever been polled like once in my life and it happened I don't know 7 8 years ago. I actually got a call from from Gallup for one of their polls. Wow. And that was that's been it. Like the other all the other times I'm like, okay, so who are they who are they pulling? like I know they call people and poll them but I'm not. I'm not the one getting the call. I, it seems like I would be on their list now or something, but I guess not. <laughs> well,
1: congratulations!
0: You,
2: you made you made the cut there.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm I'm a unicorn. I don't think I know anybody else who that's ever actually happened to. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, yeah. That's that's a good one. I like that. That's that's really good. Okay, back to the article from Fox Business. The adult children of retirees are worried about impact of high inflation is having on their parents' retirement savings. A recent survey said, and uh, they may be also a little bit worried about their own retirement savings because of high inflation too, 60% of the respondents expressed a concern that inflation is hurting their parents' financial situation. And many said that they are afraid that their parents won't be able to afford retirement in later years. Translation, mom and dad are moving in. <laughs> that's the Yep. That's what I'm hearing there. I don't know about you, but that's <laughs> Hopefully not. And uh, (laughs) the retirement savings crisis is real. And many Gen X adult children are telling us that caring for their parents will be extremely difficult and potentially unattainable. Uh, I fully understand that. And that came from uh, AAG's vice president of brand strategy uh, that he made. And AAG is American Advisors Group. So that's one of the things that uh, you hear about uh, generations being in the sandwich called the sandwich generation. That's what's going on here. They're not only taking care of their children, but they're also taking care of their parents. And I think we're going to see a lot of that going on in the future with all that's been going on. So it's, a, it's, and that's one of the things as far as doing a good retirement plan, are you also planning for that sort of thing
0: now? Yeah. Well, I got to say, Jeff, just, just to sort of interject for a bet. brief moment, my, I'm, I'm sort of, you know, in that boat a little bit, I don't have kids, I have dogs, that's as close as I come to kids. But, um, but with, with parents, absolutely uh, hits home for me because, you know, I mean, my, my dad unfortunately passed away almost just a, year year ago to almost a year ago to the day um so you know my mom has been living on on her own with just um the social security income from the the social security income that my dad was receiving she is now receiving um and then she did get a little bit of money from the va and and all of that um but all the income that he was getting from the va is totally gone like it's just it's it's a struggle um at at the moment in a lot of ways and so the whole thing about worrying about your parents because of inflation i am totally right there had they called and and Pulled me for this survey. <laughs> I would have been in that sixty <laughs> percent. <laughs> well, that's uh, understandably so,
2: and uh, very sorry to hear about your dad. That's very oh. tough losing a parent uh, for yes, sure. And uh, that is, um, yeah, that's very true. And uh, that's uh, Jocelyn and I went through that. Uh, my both my parents were in an assisted living situation, and uh, both of her parents also. And uh, there was a lot of taking care of a parent. Uh, we did have a parent move in. Uh, as a matter of fact, and went through that situation for well over about a year and a half, two years. So, that's we do understand how that is. And you're also raising a child at the time, um, you know, when you're going through all of this. So, a uh, very tough situation. Um, and uh, there are ways to work around that. And you can get advice from different agencies. And uh, that's also something we do have experience with, believe it or not. And obviously, through just plain experience, uh, if you want to call in and get a little bit of a Help there, don't mind a bit, 480-454-9191.
0: It's This Week in History.
2: Now, believe it or not, this is going to be one of our uh, longest topics that we're going to talk about. Uh, I'll start off with um, uh, really the one that uh, is January 8th. Uh, It's a big one. It's a music birthday on this date of January 8th, 1935. American singer, guitarist, and actor Elvis Presley was born. Now, uh, they kind of broke the mold on that one, I think, because I you know, I haven't seen anything close to that since
0: then. There, there has never been another one like Elvis, let me tell you. Um, boy, talk about a just an absolute performer, um, and really one of a kind. Like you said, my my sister has become, speaking of family, as we were a minute ago, my sister has sort of over the past few years now become obsessed with Elvis. She's been to Graceland. She's done that, the whole thing. Wow. They went and stayed in Memphis, she and my niece and all that. And, and uh, so she can probably tell you any piece of Elvis trivia now that you oh, wow. want to know. Um, and and he was he and still is that kind of. Guy, because people just um, he had such talent and all, and all that, people just become enthralled with him. And um, boy, it was it was tragic when he passed several years after after the date we're talking about, of course. But yeah, yeah nineteen thirty five was born.
2: Wow, yeah, and uh, died very young. Uh, I still remember uh, where I was at when I heard this. I was actually mm-hmm. pulling up into the house in my old Ford Fairlane. And uh, <laughs> that uh, sometimes you had to push, but anyway, it uh, <laughs> it got me there most of the time. But it was it was on the radio. I was getting ready to turn off the engine, turn off the radio, and Elvis had just passed, and mm. it was big big news back then. Very very sad time. A lot of yeah. a lot of people were very sad on that one. Um, also on this date, and if I'm going to go straight to uh, the one that is uh, going to take some time here. And uh, and before I do that, uh, also on this date of January sixth, in nineteen seventy six, Ted Turner purchased the Atlanta Braves for a reported twelve million dollars.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine
2: twelve yeah. million dollars? Wow! And
0: Isn't that crazy?
2: It is crazy. He's done quite well, I would say, on that one.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say so too. <laughs> uh, now, the other
2: one didn't turn out quite that way. Um, it did for one. The one that was doing the buying not the one that was doing the selling but on january sixth, on this day in 1921 the most impactful transactions in major league baseball history occurred when babe ruth was bought from the boston red sox now there's a lot to this story and i remember uh, i've read a little bit about in the past but there is a story behind the story here so we're going to talk about how the story ends. But yes, that was a very major impact. And I'd like to get into that because, and how it relates to you, how you do retirement planning. You're going, boy, that's not that a kind of a stretch? Well, yeah, well, we're going to see if we can stretch out there and, and get that done. <laughs> but uh, basically what uh, now on the day before January 6th, the New York Yankees Major League Baseball Club announces its purchase of the heavy lifting, heavy hitting, I should be. They did a lot of heavy uh, lifting, too, there, I'm sure. Outfielder George Herman Ruth, better known as Babe Ruth, from the Boston Red Sox for the sum of $125,000. Okay. Uh, $125,000 equates into $1.9 million. Okay. We'll get more into that here in a minute. Uh, It's a little bit more than that nowadays. In all, Ruth had played six seasons with the Red Sox, leading them to three World Series victories. On the mound, Ruth pitched a total of 29 and two-thirds scoreless World Series innings, setting a new league record that would stand for 43 years. And a lot of people don't remember him being a pitcher, but he wasn't too shabby at being a pitcher. (laughs) He was fresh off a sensational 1994 19th season, having broken the major league home run record with 29 and led the American League with 114 runs batted in and uh, 103 runs himself. In addition to playing more than 100 games in left field, he also went 9-5 as a pitcher. With this, his hitting, pitching, and fielding skills, uh, he was able to surpass the great Ty Cobb as baseball's biggest attraction. And uh, I think that continued for quite some time. So despite the performance, the Red Sox stumbled to a 66 and 71 record in 1919, finishing sixth place in the American League. New ownership took over the club in early January. His name was Harry Frenzy, uh, made the decision to sell uh, Ruth to the Yankees for $125,000, that $1.9 million, as far as $2022 are. And also for the sum of three hundred thousand uh, dollars, that would equate into four point five million. You add those two together, you're about six point four million uh, for him going to the Yankees. Uh, nowadays, you can't find anybody uh, that low in the top fifty <laughs> as far as <laughs> trades go and uh, and contracts go. Uh, now, uh, after the sale, the Yankees took over Ruth's contract, which. Call for a salary of ten thousand a year, but he was wanting twenty. Okay, so there you are. And uh, aware of this value, Ruth had demanded a route, uh, salary raise, and and New York agreed to negotiate a new contract with terms that would satisfy the new slugger. Uh, this deal paid off in spades, and uh, for New York, as Ruth went on to smash his own home run and record in nineteen twenty, hitting fifty four home runs in uh, 1920 and uh, 59, homers in 1921, dominating the game and increasing the Yankees revenue to the point that the team was able to leave the polo grounds, which they shared with the New York Giants baseball team. That's now a football team name, I understand. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) funny how things are. Uh, And uh, build the Yankee Stadium, which opened in 1923, becoming known as the house Ruth built. Throughout the rest of the 20th century, the legacy uh, that frenzy lopsided trade continued uh, on uh, as uh, the Yankees won 39 American League pennants and 26 World Series titles. So there you are. It made a huge difference. The Red Sox obviously didn't win a World Series for an 86-year drought. So what happened here? You know, and you have to you have to look in the background a little bit, but you know, they, you know, the Yankees also bought another, uh, I, I signed on, I should say, Lou Gehrig in 1923. So were they thinking short-term or long-term? Mm. I'd say they were thinking more long-term.
0: They they had it planned out for the long-term, absolutely.
2: Yeah, and then then uh, the, the Red Sox were looking maybe short-term to kind of get out of some debt and uh, some issues, uh, the antics of Babe Ruth, you name it, those things were going on. So they really made a short-term decision. So... In your retirement planning, are you looking at the short term? Are you thinking still that you should be in uh, looking at the interest rates like you've grown to do over your working life? Are you going to focus on that, or do you need to focus on the short term, the midterm, and the long term and do some retirement planning for the long term? It sure worked out for the Yankees for doing that kind of short, mid, and long term planning because the uh, the numbers uh, you. Know, making that change, that club, they made a lot of money. And I find people that take the time to do the short-term, medium-term and long-term planning in retirement and stick to it uh, and take care of all the issues that could happen, have a wonderful retirement and are very happy in retirement just through experience. So I'm gonna leave it at that Uh, for this week, folks. We'll be back next week and uh, uh, you have a great rest of your Sunday signing off for now.
1: Thanks for listening to Rest Assured Retirement. You deserve to work with an experienced and licensed expert who will strategically work to protect and grow your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation with Jeff, visit restassuredretirement.com or pick up the phone and call 480-454-9191. That's 480-454-9191. Assured Financial is an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of investment and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. This material has been prepared for informational and educational purposes only. It is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for accounting, legal, tax, or investment advice. Advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Certified Financial Fiduciary, CFF, is issued by the National Association of Certified Financial Fiduciaries, CF is reserved for financial professionals who have successfully completed a certification and training process established by the NACFF and the AFEA.